Good morning. It is February 2nd. And we're going to learn from the Lord through Acts 17, Psalm 5, and Proverbs 2. And it is Groundhog Day. So let's go to Acts 17. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for this day. I thank you for my family. I thank you that you help us get ordered in the morning. Thank you that you give us energy to do the right things. Thank you, God, that you teach us from your word. You really do teach us from your word how to be more like you, and you bless us from your word. And um, I ask that you would not only help us pay attention, but also translate this into our spirit, God. Um, I ask that you anoint us with your spirit today. Give us opportunities to minister to people, to your children, God, to love each other, to be generous with each other in our thoughts and our minds and um, take care of our animals and keep us safe and um, also bless any of the listeners to this podcast. Lord, I thank you for all the things that you're doing in our lives and the people around us. Thank you that you are bringing your testimony to their lips. Hey, don't squeak when we're doing our lesson. Thank you. Okay, so Acts 17, Psalm 5, and Proverbs 2. This is Acts 17. You guys are going to hear about how Paul, um, you're going to hear about Paul's experience in Thessalonica. You're going to hear about Paul and Silas in Berea. Paul and Silas. And then you're going to learn about Paul preaching in Athens and what God does through him in these different places. Go sit at the table and listen, sweetie. Paul and Silas then traveled through the towns of Amphipolis. You know, polis means city and ampha means changing. Or, right, Daddy? Ampha? Does it mean water? Amphi. Amphi. No. Amphibian, does that mean water or changing? Amphibian is a, is a type of animal. Well, an amphibian is technically just a, a frog's an amphibian. Well, I know, a frog's amphibian. Amphipolis. Okay, anyway, they went through the towns of Amphipolis and Apollonia and came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. Where is Thessalonica? This one won't let me press on words to find out where they, where they are. So Paul was a Jew, right? Mm-hmm. He went into a Jewish synagogue. As, so verse 2, as was Paul's custom, he went to the synagogue service. And for three Sabbaths in a row, he used the scriptures to reason with the people. He explained the prophecies and proved that the Messiah must suffer and rise from the dead. He said, this Jesus I'm telling you about is the Messiah. Some of the Jews who listened were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, along with many God-fearing Greek men and quite a few prominent women. That means they're um, the wives of the leading men, when they say prominent women. 
But some of the Jews were jealous, so they gathered some troublemakers from the marketplace to form a mob. What's a mob? Yeah, that's right. To start a riot. Do you know what a riot is? A riot is a riot is a riot. Micah, let Cade answer. Go ahead, Cade. What's what's a riot? Yes, when the mob comes to start a fight, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, you're right. And do you know what that angry mob did? What? They attacked the home of Jason, searching for Paul and Silas so they could drag them out to the crowd. Uh-huh. Not finding them there, they dragged Jason. They dragged out Jason and some other believers instead and took them before the city council. Paul and Silas have caused trouble all over the world, they shouted. And now they are here disturbing our city, too. And Jason has welcomed them into his home. They are all guilty of treason against Caesar, for they profess allegiance to another king named Jesus. Do you know who Caesar was? Caesar Augustus. It's one of the... Caesar was... It could have been... It's one of the major... It could have been any other Caesar, Cade. They were, they were all called a Caesar. But, but Cade is right that... It's one of the governors. The Caesar was the leader, right? That's yeah. right. Um, and the people of the city, as well as the city council, were thrown into turmoil by these reports. So the officials forced Jason and the other believers to post bond. Then they released him. Do you know what that means? What? They had to pay to get out of jail. And um, this kind of reminds me of the state of the United States right now. Because the uh, United States is split over our politics too, isn't it? All right, so now you're going to learn about Paul and Silas in Berea. So basically, Paul and Silas, they had to leave Thessalonica, right? But they still did good. God used them to change the lives of some of the Jewish men and and uh, the wives of some of the leaders, right? Mm-hmm. So that made a big difference for them. So now that very night, the believers sent... Can you give the dogs a little water? Paul and Silas to Berea. When they arrived there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Is there any more coffee for me, or did you finish it? I'll check. Okay. And the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched, thank you, the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. Do you think that these men and women who were searching the scriptures were doing the right thing? Yeah. They were, because the scriptures are the final authority in our lives, right? So they had good training. As a result, many Jews believed, and as did many of the prominent Greek men and women. There's tape in these bins. You can come and get it here. Oh, okay. That's even easier. Thank you, Daddy. All of the answers are always in the Bible. So when somebody challenges what you think, or what you think you knew. You always go to the Bible and and check to see if it was true. 
And if you have a vision or a prophetic word from somebody, you always go to the Bible to see if there's truth in it. But when some Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God in Berea, they went there and stirred up trouble. So guess what? The people from Thessalonica heard about the good things happening in Berea and followed them there and became troublemakers there. Thank you, dear. Thank you so much. The believers acted at once, sending Paul to the coast where Silas and Timothy remained behind. Those escorting Paul went with him all the way to Athens. Then they returned to Berea with instructions for Silas and Timothy to hurry and join him. So here, you know what happened? Paul had good friends and they saved his life, right? Because these Jewish men that came to stir up trouble did not want Paul to live. And instead of his friends just saying, hey, go away, you're in trouble. They stayed with him. Isn't that good? Okay, now you're going to hear about Paul preaching in Athens. They probably also were like, if we're his friends, they'll want to kill us too. Perhaps, but mainly they wanted to kill... They, they saw Paul and Silas as the big troublemaker, and really they saw Paul as the big troublemaker. They were the troublemaker. Um, right, they were the, but, the, but in their minds, they thought that they were protecting what was right. But if they searched the scriptures, like the people in Berea, do you think they could have known the truth? Yeah. They could have if they asked God. Right? But they were too stuck in their tradition. And they were stupid. They were too stuck in their traditions. So, I heard him. So, really what we need to do, listen, what we need to do when we, we find people that are, when we find people that are like that, the Bible says pray for your enemies. Do you think Paul was praying for them? I think he really was praying even before he went because God is the one who tells Paul where to go, right? Yep. And really, this is essential because wherever Paul is going... Why don't you go remind Cade to use his tongue wisely? Be a good sister and say, Cade, I want you to use your tongue wisely. That's fine. And then Cade can say, thank you, sister. That's good advice. We can help each other. Wait, I have an idea. What? Okay. So let me tell you about Paul preaching in Athens. Cade said he got a... Keep your muffin at the table. Okay. Keep your muffin at the table. Now let me tell you something, too. We want you guys to pray and tell us where you think God is saying we should go on this journey. And we want you guys to pray and see if God is telling you who we should pray for, too. That is part of how you're contributing to this trip. Do you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So when you get messages from God, you share them. While Paul, This is verse 16. While Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was deeply troubled. Do you know why he was troubled? In Athens? They were Greek and they worshipped what? A great God. False idols. 
So Paul was deeply troubled by all the idols he saw everywhere in the city. He went to the synagogue to reason with the Jews and the God-fearing Gentiles. And he spoke daily in the public square to all who happened to be there. He also had a debate with some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. When he told them about Jesus and his resurrection, they said, What's this babbler trying to say with these strange ideas he picked up? Others said, He seems to be preaching about some foreign gods. Do you think Paul is an intelligent man? Yeah. He's extremely intelligent. Um, but they still didn't agree with him, did they? Don't pick her up, Hopi. So bad at this. They took him to the high council of the city. You, so, My, Micah, you just keep practicing and you'll get better. Come and tell us. What, sweetie? I don't know what a groundhog looks like. Oh, you're making a groundhog. Oh, that's a great idea, though. I love it. Come and tell us about this new teaching, they said. You are saying some rather strange things. We want to know what it's all about. Okay, it should be explained that all the Athenians, as well as the foreigners in Athens, seem to spend all their time discussing the latest ideas. Athens was a very well-off city. They had money. They had food, they had clothes, they generally had shelter, so they had time to discuss philosophy. Oh, no. Tell her no. 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 And then get up and get a toy. She wants to play with you. Okay. Good job, Hope. All right, listen. Listen. So Paul, standing before the council, addressed them as follows. Okay, wait, but you guys got to listen, even if you're playing with the puppy. Men of Athens, I noticed that you are very religious in every way. For as I was walking along, I saw your many shrines. And one of your altars had this inscription on it to an unknown god. This god whom you... No. Okay, go back to the table, please. This God whom you worship without knowing is the one I'm telling you about. Listen to Paul's words. The Holy Spirit is giving him this information. Listen to him. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. And human hands can't serve his needs, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies every need. From one man he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall, and he determined their boundaries. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God, and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and exist. Tell him to be nice. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. And since this, so did you know Paul was familiar with the modern poetry of the day? And since this is true, we shouldn't think of God as an idol designed by craftsmen from gold or silver or stone. 
God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier times. Cade, what does ignorance mean? Ignoring. Um. Look. Oh. Daddy, can you tell Cade to get back in here? Because he's missing the lesson. Get back in here, Cade! Oh, my God. With a nice voice. running. Uh, Kate wants pants, so he wants pants. Okay. In- ignorance means that you don't know better. So Paul is telling them, God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier times, but now he commands everyone everywhere to repent of their sins and turn to him. Yeah. For he has set a day for judging the world with justice by the man he is appointed. And he proved to everyone who who this is by raising him from the dead. Who is Paul talking about? Jesus. When they heard Paul speak about the resurrection. <gasps> I think the broom fell and I think it hurt her. Okay, put those to. Nope, that's not where that goes. Put it in the wash. Ask daddy where the dirty laundry is. When they heard Paul speak about the resurrection of the dead, some laughed in contempt. What does that mean, laughing in contempt? And there's a tone of mockery in it. Or anger, when you laugh in contempt. Okay, don't play with non-dog toys. Don't play with her. You have to only use dog toys. Teach her the right things to chew on. But others said, we want to hear more about this later. That ended Paul's discussion with them. But some joined him and became believers. Among them were Dionysus, Dionysius, a member of the council, a woman named Damaris, and others with them. Do you think that these people that became believers were brave? Yeah. I think they were brave because they were going against the, the, what the modern people of the day thought. And for believers, they were being discriminated against, right? They were getting persecuted. I know, but then they were being persecuted for it, right? But it's more important to to live the truth than it is to be accepted or be scared of man. So God makes you brave. He says he didn't give us the spirit of timidity. But of what? What kind of spirit did he give you? Do you know? Power, love, and sound mind. Okay. All right, Cade. You go- oh, good boy. Good boy for being there. Okay, Psalm 5. Oh, Lord, hear me as I pray. pray. Let's pray this together in your heart. Pay attention to my groaning. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for I pray to no one but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. O God, you take no pleasure in wickedness. You cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the proud may not stand in your presence, for you hate all who do evil. You will destroy... Those are not closed, babe. Those are... It's open. 
The glue is open. You will destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests murderers and deceivers. He's going to destroy me because I tell lies. Other way. Yeah. Okay, did you feel like you told a lie? I did when I was three or four. Well, okay, Hope, time to shut it. Put it in. Then let's say this. Dear Jesus, please help me tell the truth. I repent for lying. Make me a lover of the truth. Amen. Good, Cade. Now you're fine. I'm proud of you, Cade. Mom, mom, you better look at this Go get it. Get a tissue and get it, good girl. Okay, now listen. This is verse 7. Because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. Who has unfailing love? God. I will worship at your temple with the deepest awe. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. My enemies cannot speak a truthful word. Hopi, there's tissue right here, sweetie bells. In the box. Okay, just one then. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with flattery. Oh, God, declare them. Whoa, are you okay? Yes. Okay, that tray should be up on the counter. Can you put it on the counter? Yeah, I know. Thank you, sweetie. Do you know what I mean by on the counter? Micah, come get your math tests, please. They're down in the front here. You're such a good girl. Here's a page of it. No, this is for Micah. Dada, look. Poop. <laughs> okay, come bring it to the trash can. Don't drop it. Whoa. This tray has to be up on the counter. It can't be on the hump. Can I put it on the dashboard instead? Yeah, that's what I mean. The I'm dashboard. Curious. I'm like, there's no room here. <laughs> well, I meant the dashboard. One day you guys might be tempted to say bad words. Oh, Luke is destroying the tape, Micah. But remember, who speaks foul language? Um, yeah, enemies of God. So try to control the, the way that you talk so that you're not like them in any way. Okay, Micah, I asked you to get up and move your math. Where is it? This is when you can practice obeying right away. It's one page Daddy gave to you. This is not part of it. And the rest is down I did here. It all the way and run right away and with a tape of heart. Yeah, Kate got it. <laughs> the, Micah. Micah, come on. The tray goes up on the dashboard. Take your math. Look down. Thank you. Up on the dashboard. Not there. The dashboard. Thank you, Cade. Okay, let me continue. Oh, let's see. Their talk is foul. Like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with flattery. 
You gotta ask Daddy. I don't know what you're saying. Oh God, declare them guilty. Let them be caught in their traps. Drive them away because of their many sins, for they rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyfully. What are you doing in there? Don't put food in there because it's too hard to clean. It's too hard to clean. Yeah, you can do that. Well, you know what it... Um, Tell her no. Tell her no. You have to tell her no. You So that she knows it hurts you. Do you understand? Don't do that. Get your hand off. Thank you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Don't kick at her. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them. That is, that all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. Thank you, God. Okay, Hope you got to go down. Is she silly, baby? She's trying to get the treat out. Yeah. Did you make it possible for her to get the treat out? Okay. Cade, Cade, will you listen? Proverbs 2. Micah, listen. Hopi, listen. These are the benefits of wisdom. My children, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. Hey, Cade, you have to sit at the table because your mouth is talking. And when your mouth is talking, you're not listening. So go sit at the table now. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. You're not obeying? Thank you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. These men turn from the right way to walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong. They enjoy the twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked and their ways are wrong. No, Lukey. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. I have it twisted, so that bin normally goes in sideways, and the trays go above it. Entering her house leads to death. 
It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. Hope, you got to get the treat bin off the floor. You're going to make them sick. They eat too many treats. They're going to get sick. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. Put the lid on. He will never reach the paths of life. So follow the steps of the good. And... She's got to go away. She's got to go in the cage. No, she's Jubilee's now in trouble. Hey, don't do that. You don't scare her. Put her in the cage. That's just as bad as her attacking Stinky. Okay, you don't scare her. Such a tiny dog. Yeah. Thank you, Cade. She's in trouble because that is not nice of her. Thank you, Cade. Shut it. Don't open it. Do we have another lock for that cage so that they they can um, not have the choice of opening it without us? That lock? You mean a yeah. Lock? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Can we use it? Don't open that cage, Hopi. So follow the steps of the good... And stay on the paths of the righteous. Hopi, she's in timeout. Don't touch her. And don't talk to her. Thank you. For only the godly will live in the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land, and the treacherous will be uprooted. So, Holy Spirit, we do thank you for what you've given to us. We thank you, Lord. Hopi, no more treats. Be done. Put the lid on. I asked you before. Obey. Where's the lid? Mm, I don't know. Mm. Oh, here it is. Good girl. Put that lid on. Thank you, sweets. God, would you bless the rest of our morning and give us strength for this day? Yeah. Give us your truth. Well, so we can live with you. Mama, you the best. Put your truth in all of us. Thank you, Jesus.